0: What up, though? This is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is, and welcome back to another episode, episode 46 of The Reality Is Where Filter Becomes Extinct. This is something new. I wanted to give you guys a midweek recap from this past Saturday, some of the topics that were on the board, on the agenda that we did not address. So without further ado, let's get to it and let's go up. I'm giving you a midweek podcast, uh, probably something real short and sweet. I just wanted to cover some of the bases that we didn't cover uh, during the show this past week. Uh, The show got real good. As you know, the homeboy Gary Green came back through. Uh, He's been studying his Ph.D. at TCU in theology, and he's been grinding. So it was good to have a homie back in the studio, man. We also had Gabrielle Johnson in the studio in this past week. Um, As always, it's great to to have Gabrielle in the studio. We're missing Coop. Coop you got to get back at us man we miss you in this thing We had Christian Evans on uh, last Week and uh, it was good to have him Back like I said he's our political uh, Expert of sorts but it's good to to Start a new year with the podcast it's good to get Back in this thing and um I'm excited about this year. Like I tell you all the time, if you want to keep up with all things, the reality is, just go to www.therealityis.com or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at the reality is, and uh, keep up with us. Let us know what you you know what what you like about the podcast, what you don't like about the podcast, what you would like to hear on the podcast coming up. But I'm doing this uh, this little quick podcast solo dolo all by myself, and I wanted to cover the the Chris Christie debate with Michelle Obama about eating healthy. I don't know if any of you have seen Chris Christie, but uh, he's in no position to be telling somebody what they should and should not eat. Um, He went on to say the first lady has no business being involved in this. uh, Christie told Royal, which is a small kid during a town hall meeting at the Village Inn, a restaurant chain that Christie said is his favorite. Um, He visits it frequently when he goes to Iowa. Now, he went on, Chris Christie, that is, went on to pretty much promise and uh, make these demands uh, to these kids and the people of Iowa about, you know, if I'm president, uh, not to be funny, I didn't even know Chris Christie was running. I wouldn't vote for him um, if he was the only person running. But he went on to basically make these um, promises to the people and the kids of Iowa that if I'm your president, you know, you'll be able to eat whatever you want to eat. Well, you know, that's the problem with America right now. We have too much frame, uh, free range to do. Frange is good. But Free range To do whatever we want to do What kid needs to be Eating whatever he wants to eat You don't do that at home I, When I was raised My mom would make A three course meal it, it was some greens on the plate It was some kind of protein On the plate And some kind of fiber On the plate That means I'm going to be healthy I'm going to grow And I'm a shit That's guaranteed that's what these kids need. I mean, you know everybody knows every Thursday you may have the little square pizza with the corn and shit on the side, but you need to have a consistent meal. If they they've already changed clothes to make kids be able to fit in without being bullied and there's no uh high class or low class, everybody's the same. So with eating healthy, it gives the people who are overweight or Less fortunate families who who only can feed their kids junk, the dollar menu food, the cheap owl food, candy, and all these things just to make sure their kids have food to eat. It gives these kids who are less fortunate a, a, a opportunity to eat something healthy, to not to be fun funny, to expand their palate at a young age. You really don't know what is out there as far as eating if you come from a lower income family. I know I didn't. I know my mom did the best she could to give us, you know, three square meals and things of that nature. But I know after my dad left, me and my brother. my my main lunch was what I had at school. So if I didn't eat nothing at home or I didn't get anything to eat at home, then I depended on those square pizzas or whatever chicken nuggets or whatever I was eating at school. Now, was it the healthiest? No, it wasn't. But I was on a free lunch program or reduced lunch program or whatever they're calling it now. That's what I had to do to make it. So I'm not going to lie. I would have been cool as a kid or even in high school to be able to eat Uh, some kind of tilapia or salmon along with some asparagus or whatever. Now I'm not saying that's what it's going to be. I don't think five-year-old kids need to be eating asparagus and salmon. They're not going to eat it, but there are things healthy like maybe broccoli and still maybe some asparagus or some green beans and maybe some kind of baked fish of some sort or some kind of baked chicken, not fried chicken, not pizza, not, you know, all this chocolate and produce, uh, uh, processed stuff, uh, that these kids need to be eating. Um, Chris Christie went on to say that using the government to mandate her point of view is what Michelle Obama is doing. What people should be eating every day is none of her business. It just isn't. Christie said for Miss Obama, I want people to eat healthier. Now this is what Michelle said. I want people to eat healthier. I've been trying to eat healthier my whole life. We should all be trying to do that. It makes us better. It makes us live longer, better quality of life and all the rest of for it, but in the end, it's your choice. So she didn't try to push this down somebody's throat. She just said, here, this is why I'm doing that. She didn't even mention that I'm aware of what I just mentioned about less fortunate kids needing something healthy to eat. All I know is I see too many I'm I'm just gonna be blunt. I see too many fat ass kids walking around here. There's no kid that should be walking around here 180 pounds and he's 5'1. That's not healthy. It's not healthy It's not funny And I'm sure that kind of stuff Leads to depression It leads to diabetes Chris Christie I'm not saying you should be skinny I'm not saying anybody should be skinny Or be what Hollywood wants you to be I mean they have all this stuff Psyched up of how you're supposed to be And we already know That this stuff is not even real um, I read an article not too long ago Where they're trying to mandate it To where uh, publishers and magazine covers When they have these beautiful women on there Just like you have uh, on cigarette packs It As the uh, the surgeon's general warning About it not being healthy to you They want magazines now to start having uh, These um, What is the word I'm looking for a warning not a warning but you know what I'm saying something stating that these women or these male models have been digitally enhanced and this is not real life you got too many people out there killing themselves to be something that they're not you have people out here like Chris Christie and I'm not just saying this about uh, defending Michelle Obama because she's black or because I voted for Barack they've done some you know things that have not been right they've made some decisions that ha- has not been beneficial to me and a lot of other people I mean I understood what Obama was Obama was. Doing with the insurance thing But when you're unemployed Nobody has $125 to pay a month So that's all I'm going to say about that But I don't agree with everything they do But to me, in the time I voted He was the best candidate But instead of Chris Christie Trying to jump down Michelle Obama's throat Or get a one-up to make himself look better We need to be looking at the bigger picture And the bigger picture is Taking care of our youth They are tomorrow They can't be here if they got high blood pressure High cholesterol And having heart attacks Life is already hard enough With kids, period They're growing up too fast They're teaching them Spanish in the second grade They're taking College algebra And trigonometry In the second grade Like they're not robots Give them time to live But what we're trying to do Is be ahead of The uh, technology curve Against China And Japan And all these other Foreign countries When not to be funny It's just not going to happen We we are the greatest country In the world far as so-called freedom As I'm in the studio Doing quote-unquote Uh, signs. But it's just about when are people going to start looking at what the best interest is for the people? Not for yourself, not for you to win, but for the people. And that was just my little quick rant since we didn't address that inside the studio. I also had if you had to vote today, who would you who would you vote for and why? Just our perception and not their agenda. Who would you vote for? You got Donald Trump. Fuck that dude. Wouldn't vote for Donald Trump. I just wouldn't. Uh, he, we all know some of the things that he said about Mexico and some of the Hispanics. Um, he says a lot of things that's very contradictory. I don't have to j- dive into him. I, plus, I didn't even look up anything to quote what he said. If you watch TV, then you know the things that he said. I'm not a fan of the hundred black pastors that he got locked away in one room and they came out tiptoeing and dancing and tap dancing and singing his praises. Uh, I feel like. He slid something under the table for them and they, uh, they're they doing what he wanted to do. They, 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 he hold them. He hold them and um, anybody who knows me knows how I feel about church. Not all preachers are bad but uh, most of them are paid. So when you pay somebody to do something, they do it. There you go. I wouldn't vote for Trump. Ted Cruz. He's Ted Cruz. He may as well be related to the Bushes. Pass. Bernie Sanders. I fuck with Bernie Sanders. Only thing that Bernie Sanders has said some of the things somebody showed me a clip of Bernie Sanders of some things that he said years ago before he was even running for president. I think he's like governor or something over Vermont or wherever he's at. But he's been saying the same thing. And if I can't do nothing else but respect a person that's consistent, I respect the person that's consistent. And from old uh, old film and footage from Bernie Sanders, he's been saying the same thing about helping everybody, bringing everybody together. And I really don't hear him preach anything about an agenda. Now, does he have an agenda? Of course he does. He's a politician. But if I had to go with anybody would be Bernie Sanders. It wouldn't be Chris Christie and it wouldn't be Hillary Clinton because Hillary Clinton does anything. It's like a reverse tap dance. She does anything to get the black vote and anything to make black people like her. And I feel like that's not what it's about. If she wants to know what black people can do to you, ask uh, President Obama. When black people think that you're going to take them to the promised land and you've been telling them this and you've been telling them that and you've been saying what you're going to do, they expect that like yesterday. If Hillary Clinton got voted in today and she said gas is going to be 75 cents, if that is shit ain't 75 cents by the end of February, black people won't have a problem with that. This ain't me jumping down black people's uh, throat, but this is the reality is where filter becomes extinct in real talk. Black people want everything done when they want it done, even though they may not be doing the things that they need to do right then and there. That's just the real. On to Stacey Dash. What, what, what do you say about the clueless star uh outside of her being attractive i think that's her best attribute but what you look like on uh, the outside your exterior means nothing to me when you have nothing upstairs meaning you're ignorant meaning you you no sense of self uh to me stacy dash is a token blackie uh she says these things that people want her to say, or maybe these are her own thoughts, you know, about canceling out BET and other black establishments to, to not have exclusivity. If I said that right, my tongue gets tied sometimes. Uh, it doesn't make sense. BET is not owned by black people. It's owned by Viacom, which is owned by white people. And actually, since Viacom has taken over BET, the programming has actually gotten a lot better. The media footage and how quick they're responding to news It's a little bit more accurate Uh, Some of these shows like Brandy Whatever Brandy That show that Brandy's on And a couple other things Like I don't watch BET I stopped watching BET when they had uncut Back when they was playing a bunch of B.S. movies and a, a, a lot of low budget films. I'm not I'm not very supportive of black films. I am supportive of black people and black businesses and people, period. But I can't get with B.T. I just can't get with them because it's not my type of uh, a television station. But Stacey, Dash, she is dangerous. She is dangerous for three reasons that I have not yet thought of. But three just sounds like a good number to go with. She's dangerous. One. Because black people listen to other black people on TV. When you're not educated and you don't have critical thinking and logical thinking, you go with anything that anybody says. Group thing. Two. She's a weapon for white people. Those white people, those negative, uh, unintentional, agenda driven white people who don't have everybody's best interest at heart. Not just blacks, but every race's interest at heart. She's dangerous. Third. She is beautiful, so sometimes you're watching and you're not hearing what she's saying, and she's speaking negativ- negativity into the air, into the airwaves, and you're taking that in. I had one guy tell me she's beautiful, you know, and, and she, ain't nobody listening to Stacey Dash. She hasn't done anything since Clueless. She hasn't done any movies, and the movies that she does do is for black people, and black people really don't watch Fox. Well, to him, being a media major and someone who's who pretty much lives day to day far as media and news and trying to break down stereotypes and, and just break down the dynamic of conversation without judging. She is very dangerous. Fox has about a 10 million viewership listenership. Maybe 10 percent of that is black, whether they are Republican or Democrat, that doesn't matter. So if it's one million and that one million goes and tell another one million And so on, even if it's half of that, that's still spreading that negativity. That's still spreading lies and things that are not truthful. Half of the things that Fox says, if you really, really do your research, it's not true. It's not fact. And even some of these things that are statistics based or analytics and analytic driven, do your research. And a lot of times it's white people who are doing these uh, tests and these researches for black communities. You can't be white and never been around black people who grew up in a black community and tell me about my black skin or about my community. You weren't raised here, you weren't born here. So you can't tell me about my black. Back. And uh, I don't know if any of you got to hear Or watch the video about Jada Pinkin And her reaction to the Oscars um, Oscars so white Or whatever the hashtag was uh, You know because no one of color won Or was nominated uh, for any movies um, Speeches like this Shouldn't come when you're lost Or When you've lost or haven't been nominated um, These speeches I feel like that Jada Pinkett had She should have been making this speech like Years ago uh it didn't it didn't vote well for her with the fact uh that she did it after the fact that will Smith was not nominated or he didn't win an Oscar hell I don't even know if an o- the Oscars are come or gone I don't really get into t v like that but this is a big thing of course on social media now I do think the the intent or the message that she was sending was right but we have not been accepted by popular whites for quite some time, if ever. Um, I think people seen 12 Years a Slave. I have not seen it, but I heard people say one of the biggest things was the uh, main actor, Ijuwa, um, Idu Odufu, whatever. I can't remember these dudes' name. The black guy from Africa, the British guy, whatever is whoever the main actor was on the movie of Twelve Years a Slave. I heard somebody say that he had a he uh, when he got locked up and when he was stolen or tricked back into slavery. Uh, before that happened, he was very smart and intelligent. And uh, someone, one of the white people in there, was like, "You know, you're intelligent for a Negro or something to that nature." And even when you're smart and educated, you're still not good enough. Uh, Kanye West said. I mean, even if you got a binge, you're still a nigga in a Benz. Like, that's how they see you. Or, I know how many black people have heard, oh, you're different. You're not like them. What the fuck you mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? I'm just like them. I changed, or I may not speak the same way, but I am them. If you look at me and you see black, I'm black. I'm a black person. African American, whatever you want to call it. I'm not going to jump into that. It's what we should be called is black people. I let Dr. Hill uh, deal with that. If you want to know more about that, go back and listen to episode 41. I think it was knowing who's and who knowing who and whose you are. Uh, But far as Jada Pink, like I said, I think our heart was in the right place. I just think it was uh, said out of a place of uh, disgust for Will Smith, not being nominated. Um, I think Jada Pinkett has bigger things to worry about when your son is wearing a dress. Um, for people who know me, I'm not against homosexuality or gays. Um, lifestyle has nothing to do with me. It's, 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 I wouldn't do it, but I'm OK with that. But I am not OK if you are a straight man wearing a dress. You got Young Thung wearing blouses. You got Jaden Smith wearing dresses and flower crowns. Like, what's next? What's next? focus on that Jada. And if you're going to give out an agenda or a speech about blacks and building our own black things, which I do believe we need to do, do it with a clear mind and do it with a true agenda and be intentional about it. Intentional about it, not doing it just because your husband didn't win a certain uh, award or be uh, was nominated for it. Of course, if you heard Jada Pinkett's um Ra rah speech. Then you heard Janet Hubert's clapback. Uh, she was opposed to a lot of the thoughts that Jada had, if not all of them. I personally feel like she's still a little bitter from the Fresh Prince days. If anybody knows about Fresh Prince, that's really back in my time. I'm 33 years old. That's not old. But you know, uh, when it was time for new deals with her and Will Smith and Uncle Phil and a lot of other people on the cast of uh, Fresh Prince, they pushed for Will to speak up for them. Janet Hubert, um, especially from what her story She told and Will was like, my deal is my deal and your deal is your deal. I think that was kind of fucked up me personally. I mean, if we all out here getting money and it's a black family uh, cast and yeah, it's your money at the end of the day. But if you got pulled, which apparently Will did. He's the one who went on to be big time still after the show. I probably would have tried to throw a word in somewhere. I wouldn't have tried to force it down their throat, but I would have said something. So, you know, but shit, that was 20 years ago. Janet Hubert got to get over it. If she ain't got another job or she ain't got no 401k or something built up by this time, then she need to get on her shit. Ain't got nothing to do it with. So uh, I just feel like it was even with Janet Huber, it She had some. Great points uh, opposing Jada, but I think it still started from a salty place. If anybody watched the video, you could tell within the first minute uh, the way she said things, the way she came right at her. It was a little bit more cattedness as opposed to uh, supporting or opposing the idea from a truthful you know, perspective. So uh, Janet Hubert, hopefully you can get another job acting. Jada Pinkett, I agree with the things you saying. Just said when the smoke... Is not there. You know, it's just like the Black Lives Matter movement. I support it, but let's hopefully the Black Lives Matter movement continues on even when people or black people stop getting killed. Um armless black people stop getting killed by police it still needs to be a movement that goes on not just talking about black lives matter but the things that we can address inside of our own black community starting with ourselves and that's all I'll say about the black lives matter Uh, you know in this past week we talked about keeping things fresh uh, all things fresh in love life and relationships Uh, hopefully we were able to help you guys out and hopefully you guys were able to take something from that Uh, and keeping things fresh we talked about uh, definitely having date nights Um, sometimes you get through and getting these relationships and it gets uh ritualistic and consistent and it's 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 no passion anymore you got to mix it up you got to have a date night at least once a month you got a date night you got to have a date night if you got kids drop the motherfuckers off at your parents house or call uh rosa and them or find a little 15 year old cousin or somebody with a 15 year old daughter or son and have them watch the kids you got to take care of your men you got to take care of you women You got to you got to mix it up. You can't take them to the same restaurants, cheap ass restaurants. If a drink is over ten dollars, save it up and take her out, man. If you want to keep her, take her out. Show her something different. Try new things in the bedroom. That's important. And I'm not just talking about like just oral sex and anal, like try different stuff. Men, hold hold your woman. Talk to your woman. That's simple. But women like to talk. Listen to your woman. That takes you a long way. Watch a movie that she wants to watch. That way, when the game comes on later, she'll watch a game with you. If she don't, then shit, you need to be finding another fucking woman. Period. In both parties, men and women go into the relationship knowing it's not all about you. It's not all about you. Unless you sick or hurt from surgery. It's not all about you. Reciprocity and communication go hand in hand to me as the number one rule of how to make a relationship work. And compromise. You got to compromise. You got to be open minded to doing different things, going different places. If you are in a relationship and you have not taken your woman out in over a month, it's a problem. If you can't take her out to an expensive restaurant, goddammit, you better soup chilies up like never before. Get her some flowers. And people say flowers are corny, but if you never bought your girl flowers or if your girl has never received flowers from a man, that's something different for her. Get her some flowers, take her to chilies, play them little video games, and go from there. Do stuff, simple, simple things. I remember I went on one date. I think it was the first date I went out with this girl. We had dinner at a little uh, El Salvadorian restaurant named Gloria's. Great drinks. Great suggestion. Very um, if you're frugal or cheap, great place to go with good food, good vibe, good drinks. But it was a basic restaurant. But to spark it up, you know, the conversation was good. And when we got our check, we didn't leave. We stayed and we talked. I flipped the receipt over and we played tic-tac-toe on the back of the receipt. Something small. She didn't want to do it at first, but I was just like, what the hell? Why not? Let's see how good you are. Little shit. That led to a walk in the park afterwards. We kind of talked. Of course, you know, it's me. I was young. I tried. I didn't try to smash the first night. But, you know, I did try to get, you know, get a little bit of the wet mouth. Try and give me a kiss or two in there and get a little grope or a feel and see what she was wearing. I mean, I'm, you're still a man at the end of the day. Shit happens. But you got to mix it up. Try new things in the bedroom. But in order for a woman, if, if you're a man and you want your woman to try new things in the bedroom, make her feel comfortable with you. What? What does that mean? Listen to her. Talk to her. If she needs you, be there. Create a bond of trust to where she feels like you could choke her and you would let her go in just enough time to where she don't die. But maybe an orgasm comes out of that if you're having sex. You got to do something outside of the ordinary. A lot of black women, they're not as sexual um, as a lot of black men or myself personally would like them to be. But we got to give them a little slack. You know, black women were raised different. A lot of them were raised, especially in the South, not to do this, not to do that, not to do oral sex, not to have sex before marriage. So to grow up and kind of branch out and want to do your own thing, you kind of feel like you're doing something against Something wrong, something against what you've been taught, whether it's spiritual, whether it's a family tradition being passed down of not to do this or how to be a woman, make your woman feel comfortable and women be open minded. Take care of your man. Cater to your man. You know, just like we pay for dinners and do things for for you on a daily or weekly or monthly basis. If you have a good man. Do small things for us. If you know he likes fitted caps or a certain type of shoe, or if he's a gamer, get him a video game, buy him a certain hat, buy him a jacket, buy something for him to where he doesn't have to spend that money. And guess what? That money comes back to you. You get it back anyway. It goes hand in hand. I'm the love doctor to get out of here. Nah, it's just a little clip from Martin. If anybody knows Martin, I always got one. I also wanted to talk about what if he or she cheats? This came about because of Tashina Arnold. We were supposed to address this in the studio, but we didn't get to this one this week. So, again, that's why I'm giving you this midweek podcast. If she cheats or he cheats to me, for me, it depends on the time frame uh, in which she cheated or he cheated. Like how long were we together? How much time have we put in? What is this relationship about? Did I trust him or her before this or that? Because inevitably, at some point, we're going to do something wrong. Men, it may be cheating It may be a man lying It may be emotionally cheating Like talking to a girl on the phone Same thing for women But if you've been with them five years And they cheat one time First thing I tell people is look at yourself Truly look at yourself What did you do? I say this from experience I had a girl that cheated on me once before And at the beginning I was like, fuck She cheated Is he hitting it better than me? Is he doing the things that I used to do? Is he taking care of her like I used to take care of her? Well, shit, clearly he was. She left. And I used to blame her until like a year after that. And I was like, you know what? She loved to be emotional. I wasn't that emotional. She always wanted to go to different places. I I, I was cool with watching TV. I was from the country. Uh, I was new to Dallas. Uh, You know, Notre Dame football, Florida football, come on. That's all I wanted to do. We went out sometimes, but I didn't take her out as much as I probably should have. I never really took her anywhere that she wanted to go. We went a few places. I could count on one hand how many places we may have went that she wanted to go to in three years of being together. That was definitely unfair. Now, granted, if you're listening to this, I'm 33. This is not within the last five, six years. I was probably 21 to 24 when this was happened. Very selfish, very arrogant, very sure of myself. So why did I tell that story? I told that story is because... If she cheats or he cheats And he's an actual good guy It doesn't make him a bad guy Because he made or she made a mistake What makes him a bad person or a dog Is that they consistently do it If they cheated one time and you caught him And they cheated again and you caught him And they cheated again and you caught him Especially if it wasn't with the same person Then you may need to really reevaluate that situation Because some men are dogs automatically But every man has dog in him It's just about if he can tame it or not and it's about what keeps what, what what does he have at home to keep him coming home? So women tips to keep your man real quick. Be spontaneous. Show reciprocity. Communicate. It's not all about you. When it comes to sex, be open minded. Oh, yeah. Take your ass to the gym. You ain't got to be perfect, but take your ass to the gym. Tashina Arnold. I think you should leave him because he cheated. He didn't wear a condom. And he cheated more than once And he videotaped it And final, he didn't wear a fucking condom If you marry, married, every fucking body knows You gotta wear a condom so you don't bring nothing back home To the person you're with Some guys are probably like, this little nigga don't know nothing He don't know what he's talking about, why is he even saying this Because I'm guilty of cheating with a married woman And I had the gall enough to put on a rubber did she want to do it all the time? No But I had the respect To put on a rubber It's the wise thing to do Again This wasn't three to five years ago. This was probably when I was like 26. I did a lot of crazy stuff when I was young. But you know what? I'd rather call myself on my own shit than somebody dig up my dirt and call it on me. And you know what? Everybody makes mistakes. This is the reality is where filtering becomes extinct. And always remember, inhale courage to excel success. We will be back in the studio this Saturday with me, Christian and Gary. This shit is going to be live. I haven't been in the studio with these boys since like August of last year. So uh, we got a great show lined up for you. Um, I don't remember the call in number for the studio, but we will get that to you at the beginning of the show. If you want to know how to get in contact with us or listen to the show this Saturday on your phone, all you have to do is download the TuneIn app. Once you download, I went blank for a minute. Download the TuneIn app. Search FBRN. That's Frank, Benjamin, Randy and Nancy. Search FBRN look for the blue bowl and we'll be in the blue bowl. Every Saturday and this Saturday from one to three p.m. If you want to hit us up with topics, again, email us at info at com. I know a lot of our listeners has been uh, have been emailing us with questions. It's one guy in specific from uh, Canada that I really want to read his email. He had a great email talking about dating, uh, being a black man dating black women, and the expectations of black women. Uh, I want to get into that. Not today, but maybe I'll do another midweek podcast next week, and you guys will be able to. Tell me what you think about that or respond to that. If you like me doing these midweek podcasts, email me info at the com or hit me up on social media at Sir Robert Poe on Instagram and on Twitter. You can find me at Anthony Roberts on Facebook. And uh, like I said again, NL Curse to XL Success. I'll talk to you guys on Saturday. Out in the middle of Queens, Uh, damn near, about 1.15, uh, now I'm leaving Queens about 3.15, uh, hoping I can hit uh, one of my Queens, uh so I hit about 7.15, Uh, then I finish...